0: Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today is Tuesday, November 10th, 2021. Okay, we got about 10 minutes to go on the markets today, and they are down somewhat today on a higher than expected inflation report. So we'll see what's going on there. Uh, we had today what is being called the biggest IPO since Facebook. So we'll uh, take a look at that. It's a company that I've mentioned actually in the past. So we'll see what's going on with the uh, IPO. Uh, Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings director, has sold his company for $1.8 billion, so we'll look at the details on that. And today I'm going to talk about a trading strategy, continuing on with the discussion from the last session on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, a trading strategy that has shown to actually have some success called the Dogs of the Dow Strategy. And we're also going to take a look at the original 12 stocks of the Dow Jones Industrial Average and where are they today? Okay, so let's start out with the uh, the IPO, Initial Public Offering. This is when a company begins selling ownership shares to the public for the first time. Uh, you know, stock that would be traded on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange, or in this case, NASDAQ. Uh, the company is, is, I mentioned a few weeks back, it's Rivian, R-I-V-I-A-N. They make electric trucks. Uh, This company is 20% owned by Amazon, 12% owned by the Ford Motor Company, and this was a highly, highly anticipated initial public offering, Uh, and I've seen it described on the market as the biggest since Facebook uh, some years back. Uh, Their trading symbol is R-I-V-N, that's Ralph, Ida, Victor, Nancy. Uh, Part of their appeal is Uh, They're not really competing directly against Tesla because Tesla makes cars. This is a truck maker. Uh, They've actually, Amazon again owns part of it, uh, has committed to buy 100,000 electric trucks from them by the year 2030. And Amazon said they'll have 10,000 on the road by next year. Anyway, all right, so here's what happened. Uh, the company's uh, initial public offering price, initially it was thought the company was going to price in the, I think it was the 56 to $60 range was number I was hearing not too long ago. Anyway, um, it, 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 realized, it was realized there's just a huge demand for this company. People are just interested in it. So what happened It actually, the initial public offering price was $78 a share. In other words, the company gets that money from selling ownership shares to the public. Okay, so then what happens is the stock begins to publicly trade. Now, that happened, uh, I guess, mid-afternoon. The rules basically are with that, you just have to trade the stock sometime during the day. When I worked on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange And we had what we considered to be a hot IPO. Sometimes what we did is we waited till lunchtime when a lot of traders and institutional investors were at lunch to try to, get it out there with reduced volatility. So we would do that, and we had a few occasions that we just traded it for one minute just that the market closed, 3.59 p.m. We found that that's not the best strategy. It's better to let the market start shaking things out with it. So we preferred the midday strategy versus the end, but we had different things we did. All right, so what happened, the initial public offering price was $78 a share, And let's see, the initial trade, I believe, was $106 a share. And since then, the stock has been up and down quite a bit. All right, let's see. Uh, It hit a high of $119.45 today. Said it had a low of 95.20, which maybe was the opening price. No, it was opened at 106.75. I see it now. Uh, So it's been all over the place, and now it's at $101 a share even with just a few minutes to go. So uh, keep an eye on that company, Rivian, R-I-V-N. Okay, we had a consumer price index come out today. Uh, Shows inflation's running at the highest level since 1990. Uh, An annualized rate of, I believe, around, uh, what was it, 7% or something? Uh, 6.2, sorry, 6.2%. but there could be some good news there. Uh, I'll tell you why. Part of it is due to the backlog in shipping, uh, supply and demand. People, uh, Lots of things are being run up just because of shortages. All right, well, there may be some good news. There's a very obscure report, inflation report, that we look at in the financial industry that has a strange name. And my guess is most of you probably probably never even heard of it Uh but uh, let, let, me, let me get, it's called the Baltic Dry Index, B-A-L-T-I-C, Baltic Dry Index, uh, just like uh, you know, that area of the world, the Baltic. All right, so anyway, what that index measures is shipping rates, which go up and down based on supply and demand. And we, we have found it is a leading indicator for inflation, believe it or not, since shipping is a big part of companies' company's cost for products and stuff. So anyway, that, that weird index, the Baltic Dry Index, is showing considerable decline now, which may be indicating inflation may already peaked and may be coming down. So keep an eye on that. Okay, Peter Jackson of Lord of the Rings fame. He's obviously done a lot of other stuff. Uh, he has a company called Weta, and uh, W, it's W-E-T-A, uh, anyway, private company, uh, but what he did, he just sold it for uh, 1.8 billion dollars, and he, uh, 1.6 billion, sorry, 1.6 billion, I guess what those big numbers wasn't matter, right? Anyway, 1.6 billion dollars, he sold it to Unity, so who's Unity? Uh, what they do, they make development, development software for video games, so I guess that technology is going to be moving over uh, into the video game world. So that's what we got there. Okay, continuing on. Uh, yesterday I talked about the Dow Jones Industrial Average. You know, started by Charles Dow, Edward Jones, uh, founders of the Wall Street Journal. Mentioned has been around since 1896. Originally it was just uh, average price of 12 big industrial stocks. Why so it's called the Dow Jones Industrial Average? Uh, I also mentioned that. Um, the Dow Jones Company, which still owns it even today, discovered that you know 12 stocks were not enough, so they eventually uh, raised it to 30 stocks. Well, they raised it from 12 to 20, and then in 1928, they raised it to 30, and it's been there ever since, 30 industrials. All right, uh, the Dow Jones Company does change uh, the components on occasion. I went over those yesterday, or you can just look up DJIA components, Dow Jones Industrial Average, well, anyway, I mentioned the price of those stocks are between fifty to four hundred dollars a share, and yet the index is at thirty six thousand one hundred thirteen as I look at it right now. But that is that's uh, that would assume that uh, that's yeah that would be the average price of the thirty component stocks if they never did a stock split. And also it has to do with mathematical adjustments for differing prices. As one company is removed from the average, another is put in. So uh, basically that's what that number is. All right, uh, to give you a little history on it, if, uh, if I didn't yesterday, it was at 770 when I started as a broker. I think I said that yesterday. and. Uh, I was told we might see a Dow 10,000 in my lifetime. I didn't expect that. It's 36,000 now. All right, so what is the um, dogs at a Dow strategy? All right, so first thing to remember is these companies are big, big companies. Now, a couple of criticisms of the Dow Jones Industrial Average is that it's only 30 stocks of the 6,100 that trade on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ. Uh, that's one criticism. Another criticism, uh, which I might've brought up yesterday, is A $1 move in uh, McDonald's is the same as a $1 move in Walmart, even though Walmart's 20 times bigger in size uh, than McDonald's. We usually measure by sales. But studies have been done on this thing as far as prediction of the overall economy and so forth uh, and movement of the economy. It's actually got a decent track record, so that's why it's still used. All right, here's what dogs of the Dow is. You take each year the 10 highest dividend-yielding stocks of the 30. What does that mean? All right, most of the Dow stocks pay dividends, a cut of the profits. Companies are very reluctant to ever cut dividends. They will pay it out of what's known as retained earnings if they have to, just previous profits that have been retained. Because when companies cut dividends, investors pummel the stock. All right, so let me give you a very simple example. Let's say a company's at $100 a share, and it pays a $3 dividend, all right, $3 out of 100. It has a dividend yield of um, 3%. Let's say that stock declines to $50 a share, but it would still be paying the same $3 dividend. Now it has a yield of 6%. So what the dogs of the Dow strategy is, you take the 10 highest dividend yielding stocks of the 30, which are most likely the dogs, the ones that went down in price the previous year, and you buy them because these big, big companies in the Dow Jones Industrial Average are big for a reason. They generally know what they're doing and they usually bounce back in in most cases. So it's called the dogs of the Dow strategy. Uh, So I would recommend you could Google it, read up more on it, but it's actually been shown to do pretty well. And uh, the idea, you could really do it any time of the year, but a lot of investors do it in January. What they do is they either buy these 10 stocks, the dogs of the Dow, and hold them for the entire year, where there are some other investments you could buy pooled money that buys the dogs at the Dow. We'll talk about those another day. Uh, closed-ended funds, probably some mutual funds out there. But anyway, here they are for the beginning of um, 2021. Uh, the dogs at the Dow happen to be, uh, run down the list here, Chevron, IBM, Dow Chemical, Walgreens, Verizon, 3M, Cisco, Merck, Amgen, and Coca-Cola. So you would actually have a pretty diversified portfolio with those 10 stocks. So anyways, that's dogs of the Dow. Um, you know, Take a look at it, uh, something that uh, you might might have some appeal. All right, so the last thing today, um, I mentioned yesterday, I would talk about what are those 12 original stocks that make up made up the Dow Jones Industrial Average back in 1896. And where are they today? All right, so these were considered the biggest of the biggest as far as the industrials back uh, in 1896. So here they are. First one is American cotton oil. Uh, they are still around. They're part of Unilever today. So American cotton oil, part of Unilever. Uh, number two on our list is American sugar. They changed their name to Amstar in 1970, and today they are known as Domino Foods, so Domino's. So they're still around. Uh, Third one is also starts with American, American Tobacco. Uh, Let's see, today they are named uh, Fortune Brands, so they're still around. Uh, Next is Chicago Gas. Uh, Let's see, uh, they are part of Integris uh, Energy today, so they're still there. So we got four out of four still here. This company had a strange name. It was simply called the Distilling and Cattle Feeding Company. Uh, They are, today, they are part of Millennium Chemicals, so they're still here. Uh, The next one you'll recognize, because they haven't changed their names, so number six on our list is General Electric. So uh, we had some news on GE splitting into three different companies yesterday. Uh, But yeah, they've been there since uh, the beginning, Um, just recently removed from the Dow, actually. Okay, so we got them. We got another one called Lacklade, how you pronounce it, L-A-C-L-E-D-E, uh, Lacklade Gas. Uh, they're still here under that name, actually. They call themselves Lacklade Group, so they're still around. Uh, next, we have National Lead. That was the name of the company. Uh, they changed their name to NL Industries, I guess, for National Lead, 1971. Uh, they were into mining for a while, but they were a paint company for a while, Dutch Boy Paints. If you ever see them, anyway, they sold the business uh, in the 1970s. Uh, but I believe they are still out there under the name NL Industries. All right, so we got them. Uh, I got another one here. A company called North American. That was their name. Uh, today they are part. Of, they are Wisconsin Electric, which is part of Wisconsin Energy. So mm-hmm. still around. Uh, another company called Tennessee Coal and Iron. Uh, They were actually bought out by U.S. Steel in 1907, so they're part of U.S. Steel today. The next is the uh, number 11 is the only one that does no longer exist. It was a company called U.S. Leather, uh, and they were dissolved, went out of business in 1911, so they are gone. And number 12 is U.S. Rubber. Uh, they became Uniroyal in the 1950s, merged with B.F. Goodrich in 1986, and today they are part of Michelin tires. So, those are the um, original 12 Dow Jones Industrial Average stocks. 11 of them still around today. All right. So, hope this stuff is helping. Again, Bill Thompson, T. Bill. Hope everyone's having a great day. Talk to you again soon. Take care. See ya.